to the Multi Awesome Podcast. My name is Daniel. I'm co head of everything at Multi Awesome Studio, and I've got with me Eileen, and I'm the Multi Awesome intern, I guess. <laughs> so, why are we doing this podcast? Podcasts are kind of hip right now. Yeah. Everyone's doing a podcast, and so we thought maybe we should try to do our own. So, that's the reason why we do it more or less. I guess the other reason is we've had the opportunity to gain a lot of experiences over the last over 40 years on my side and not so many years on Island side. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, maybe someone is getting out something of, uh, out of, of the stuff we have to say. And if not, can't help it, but maybe so. That's the reason why we do our podcast. The topic for today, we talk about organization. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe we should also say that we thought of a few topics we want to talk, uh, especially things we have learned so far. We, we came across and, and learned uh, over the last few years, but not to be too much ahead of everything. We, we start with uh, like the first topic, which is organization. And maybe we find out that podcasting isn't for us and stop after the first episode. So we don't want to uh, raise the expectations too far. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do one, one step at a time. Mm, sort of. First thing we want to talk about is the thing you said before, it always takes longer than expected. One, one thing we found out, and especially I found out uh, over the years is you think of a project and you have like this deadline and the deadline is in a month from now and uh, it's easy cheesy, a month is like a huge amount of time to do anything. Anything is possible within a month, is it? Mm, yeah. Yeah, wrong. Um, <laughs> because usually it always takes longer than expected. And um, one, one approach to stick to deadlines is lower the expectations, lower the, the amount of work you have to put into a project so you are able to meet the deadline. Because what you, what you are thinking of right now when you uh, start with a project, what the, the final outcome uh, should be, in most cases isn't doable within the time you expect to be. Yeah, of course, because uh, unexpected things always happen, especially when you're working, for example, uh, on a 3D animation or in that genre. I also had to kind of learn that again, that you cannot expect that something will take a special amount of time. Since I switched from graphic design to 3D, yeah, that, that stuff kind of, especially when you're starting to learn it at uh, your first time, it's, it always takes longer. And I always underestimate it. <laughs> Usually you estimate it's, um, the, the, the workload that's to be put in in a certain project. That's one thing and unexpected things always occur. Like life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's something you never take in account when yeah. you're working on something. <laughs> so what I found out to cope with uh, something like life is not to make too specific plans for a project. 
I found out for myself, I, I can't, can't speak for anyone else, but for myself, I found out that when I have a rough plan on how to tackle a project, uh, it's better and easier for me to stick to a deadline compared to like micromanage everything and kind of plan everything in super detail. Because when you plan something too specific, every little part that changes within your plan might make the whole plan irrelevant. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, imagine a tower of uh, Django blocks. If you take out a block on the, pot, on, the, on the bottom, right on the beginning of a project, the whole tower might collapse. And uh, my approach is, is, is more or less have certain points to stick to, to work towards to, but not define the whole way in every detail. It's like my approach that works best for me. Because that way you learn to work with uh, certain changes, things that might come up in every, in every project. Yeah, I would say I would also, I'm not sure, uh, I think I would put a bigger project into smaller tasks and plan that. So uh, it doesn't seem like a huge mountain I cannot climb, kind of. Okay, because like, if you set a goal for the week or a certain project, it seems like unreachable sometimes to get to the goal. So I will, I will have to uh, kind of force myself to put it in smaller chunks of workloads so I can reach the goal. <laughs> yeah, there's this saying: everything is possible if you divide it into into really small. Milestones? Milestones or really small chunks. Mm -hmm. It's like when you try to reach the top of a hill, the most important thing is first to start. Yeah, like so even start walking. <laughs> start, start walking. There, there is no way to jump on top of the hill. At least it's not a very small, tiny, <laughs> tiny hill. We, we, we're, we're talking about real hills. And, and like uh, Austrian mountains. Aust Austrian <laughs> mountains, yeah, the real ones. Uh, <laughs> so the most important thing is like to once one step at a time, and if you add up enough steps, you will reach the gold uh, goal in the end. The gold, mm -hmm. the goal in the end. Do you have any tips for someone who's kind of starting out right now and on how to to plan like a project? Hmm. I would say if it's a personal project, you definitely should like uh, a deadline for yourself. If it's not for a client to put a time limit s somewhere. So yeah. it's not like I always get into the in my bad habits uh, if it comes to personal projects that I want to finish it perfectly, but I always think like, oh, no, I don't have time right now, but I will finish it later and it never gets finished. So yeah. it's kind of a, um, I don't know, what's it called in German, we say Teufelskreis. There's a saying that kind of uh, sums it up. It's like better done than perfect because usually no one will pay for perfection and reaching perfection shouldn't be a goal. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's not also possible sometimes to reach possibility is one thing the other thing is like it doesn't make sense most of the cases it doesn't make sense because 
if you do one thing perfect, there are so many things you're missing out, not be able to start it or, or, or give it a try because you're stuck with the one thing you have to do perfect. And maybe I, sh I should mention I'm a big friend of multiple things. So I'm, I'm a multi-interested person. <laughs> maybe that's the reason where the, the multi-awesome studio <laughs> name is coming from and I, I really prefer doing many things kind of good or mm. anyhow but would in, you say also many things at once like multitasking no some projects multitasking is there something like multitasking because even if you're <laughs> if even if you consider something being multitasking it's one task at a time if you're driving and drinking coffee it's like yeah you're driving but the time you're drinking it's like you're drinking coffee but you're not driving because you aren't able to concentrate on two things at the same time but okay. maybe that's yeah. I, I don't know <laughs> I, i've heard it many times like that's a female thing or something yeah is but it I, I, i don't know i is don't it? know i think it's like a thing everyone can have it's Not like the comes like sounds like the multitasking mom at home, like cooking and raising children and stuff. <laughs> I I think my my opinion is more no one can do it, but maybe I'm I'm, I'm kind of narrow minded when it comes to that. <laughs> I don't know. For example, I also already consider multitasking if you're working on a I don't know client's project which contains an anima animation and then you kind of personal projects where you draw illustrations and you're also working on that other unfinished project and so on. Like that's kind of okay. multitasking. Okay. Maybe we have a different understanding of what multitasking yeah. is. For me, multitasking <laughs> is like doing multiple things at once or at, this, at the same time. And that's not possible, you say. Or at least do it in a way that makes sense. Okay. You could maybe cook a meal while uh, working on a 3D animation and uh, uh, riding a horse, but <laughs> I think neither of the things will be from value or a certain value, <laughs> yeah. uh, because I guess the, the meal will um, will taste like horse shit. And uh, <laughs> on the other hand, it might be pretty dangerous, like doing an, a 3D animation while riding a horse. You will uh, never know w which power you get if you have deadlines and you have to <laughs> finish them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, with, with enough coffee, a lot of things are possible, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but back back to topic. <laughs> uh, so back to organization. Do you have any tips on how to organize? Uh, imagine you have to uh, complete some tasks for, for university and have to handle whatever personal projects or mm -hmm. uh, vacations or whatnot. How do you organize yourself? Mm. Are there any tools? Are there any specific techniques? Or mm. I would say, of course, you have the tools where you plan it ahead, where you can, I don't know, plan the whole week when you can do what and... But um. Mostly, I don't know. I think you're asking the wrong person, but <laughs> because I'm kind of like the procrastinator student who's who can only work if the pressure is so high because of a deadline. 
and yeah i i don't i don't know do you have tips for me maybe no <laughs> I, I thought that was the reason i hired you because you bring in some kind of organization into the company <laughs> Maybe I picked the wrong one or, or the right one when it comes to kind of like-mindedness. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, as I said, I'm not a big fan of, of being too organized because uh, being too organized hinders me in wandering around with my mind and kind of finding new ideas or uh, kind of finding new approaches because when everything is too much planned ahead, it's like driving on, on a highway. It's like when you're driving on a highway, your imp most important goal uh, is to get from A to B. And I'm more of a uncharted territory hiking guy. I'm, I'm not interested in the, in the fastest way to get mm -hmm. from A to B, but uh, more in, interested in the, what's the, the most interesting way to get from A to B. Even if this uh, means to kind of spend several times uh, the time uh, to get from A to B or kind of be stuck in quicksand and, and have to pull out yourself uh, again or maybe take a detour bringing you to places you wouldn't have been able to see when driving on a highway. So organization yeah, it's important, but only to a certain level. For me, it's like I try to tackle the tasks that are most important right now and the tasks that might bring me the most joy at the moment. The goal for me is to find a way where I can meet deadlines, where deadlines have to be met, but not spending too much time on tasks that aren't important to me. Like accounting, for example. Mm -hmm. When I have to yeah. do the accounting <laughs> stuff, I try to rush through as fast as possible uh, to have more time to spend in a workshop or spend on, on, on personal projects or whatever. Seems like you prefer like more the, I uh, would say, the experimental side when it comes to finishing a project because uh, yeah i do and and mm. maybe maybe the job itself job is a job is a stupid description of what i do i i do the stuff that i do earn my living with uh, mm. because <laughs> I, i'd like to do it it's my passion and say i'm working in 3d animation and 3d animation is the most important thing in life no, it isn't. The most important thing for me is like doing stuff that I enjoy. And therefore, it's very important for me to keep the, the business side like the you have to be professional and professionals have to do it that way part out of the equation. It's like I, I try to keep the beginner mindset. Kind of the student mindset, you mean? <laughs> the student mindset or the, the hobbyist mindset because when work feels like a job in my opinion you're doing something wrong and that's that's another reason why i'm not too fond of organizing everything like into detail and kind of optimizing it because why should i optimize joy 
it's like for me it's counterintuitive um try to optimize something that's fun to do why should i do fun stuff quicker i'm here to enjoy it hmm. yeah i would say um it's kind of everyone has to find their own balance between how much i want to plan ahead mm -hmm. because you have to to yeah. meet deadlines and goals and What not not to wander and, around. Yeah, sure, but also have like a vision beforehand before you, I don't know, starting even the project maybe that you plan ahead, but also um, just see where it takes you, I guess, and um, don't strive for perfection, I guess, too much. If it comes to planning certain steps of a project. Yeah, because you kind of, it's easy to be stuck at a certain point and one tiny detail that might not be seen in the end anyway. Mm -hmm. That would be something where I guess organization would come in handy. If you, for example, work on a 3D animation, like planning it ahead with uh, like doing doing a treatment, uh, writing writing a script, uh, doing some storyboarding, doing an animatic, prepare the whole thing with blocking and plan the thing like to the tiniest detail will prevent you from spending too much time on certain detail of the whole project. But in my experience, thinking back on and times when I was at university, we did all that. We wrote the treatment, we wrote a script, we did some, some storyboarding, we did some animatics, we planned everything ahead, but we didn't stick to it. We didn't write one treatment, we wrote five, almost six. And the sixth treatment was written right before we had to uh, hand in the final animation because hmm, we weren't so happy with uh, the story anymore. Tried to start all over again. and. There, a little bit of an organization would, would have helped, but only if we would have stick to it. It's like if mm -hmm. you, and, and for me to get um, all of the balance, uh, all of the ballast uh, away that comes with this organization stuff and this planning stuff and the sticking to the detail stuff, it's like I only have one one goal and that uh, the goal is to meet the deadline and my approach is to evaluate every step i take is it is it helping with meeting the deadline because different to a student project most of my projects are uh, defined by a client so if a client is coming with the problem or or uh, needs a certain task to be done and the thing i have to do is like produce a thing at a certain quality for a certain point in time. So the mo most important thing for me is to meet the deadline. And everything that helps me with meeting the deadline without making me feel like being stressed or being forced to do it a certain way helps me with that. Yeah, I also agree with that. Um, I've learned that Before you're planning a project, maybe just start experimenting with it. So your time you inv invest with that is helps the productivity maybe more for the project mm -hmm. and gets you further and helps you more, I guess, with just to-do lists. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, what what I found out over the years as an approach is very often as we work in such a broad field of disciplines is you can't be an expert in every of these uh, disciplines, uh, but you can have a certain knowledge in one field that might transfer to other fields mm -hmm. or be able to learn something pretty quickly or have at least a rough understanding on how things might work. And what I found out uh, when it comes to that is like, if you don't know if an approach works, think of an approach that is sure to work or at least the chances are high that it works, even if it takes a lot of time to complete it. For example, if you think of a green screen job, if you think about like you film someone in front of the green screen and you have to key out the background. Worst case, the key won't work and you will have to do it by hand. Like cut out the person in every single frame. <laughs> and uh, the the approach I usually use for that is like for every task where I'm not sure if my approach or, or new approach is working is I think about what's the worst case scenario. And the worst case scenario when it comes to a green screen shot is like I'll have to rotoscope it. I will have to cut out the thing in every single frame. And then I estimate how long would it take uh, if I have to do it by hand. And this is the amount of time I set aside to be left when another approach won't work. So let's say, for example, I have two weeks to, to delivery date uh, and uh, rotoscoping by hand would take me a week. So I have a week maximum to try new techniques, different approaches. Something that might work, but isn't sure to be working. <laughs> That's a nice thing. That sounds like uh, you have to be pessimistic, uh, yeah. like for a project that if some things happen, that uh, you have enough time for that, so. I, I, I guess there is the saying that uh, a pessimistic person is an optimistic person with uh, experience. <laughs> Uh, and somehow I can yeah, say this, that's, that's definitely true. So I always prepare plan B first because it, um, it's like a safety net. It's like the thing where you can spend time and try uh, new techniques freely without having the, the pressure uh, to make it work right away. Because a lot of times you find out that the, the new approach you're willing to try isn't working for this specific problem. But as you are working with the new approach or new technology, you find out that it might be suiting perfect for another problem. But this won't help you for the problem you're currently working on. Yeah. So it's actually nice to have always a plan B. Plan B is always an option. When working with, uh, I don't know, especially 3D 
programs with every with <laughs> everything always have a plan b yeah. plan, plan b is more important than plan a yeah sure because if you i know i can remember when i applied for university i also didn't have just one plan it's the university in salzburg was my plan a and it, it if they wouldn't take me i also thought of a plan b yeah another university yeah so that's That thing you should always apply to your own projects as well. I mean, sounds great. Yeah, and, and putting, <laughs> I should learn that to apply it <laughs> myself. Yeah, and and putting everything on one card is kind of risky mm. uh, in most of the cases. Totally. So, and the thing you said before with um, you don't have to be good in everything. Yeah, is that something you have learned yourself or? Was there someone who's who told you like no, stop? You don't have to be good at everything. <laughs> Not as something I found out because I never was really good in anything. So I I, I thought <laughs> maybe my thing is not to be really good in anything, mm -hmm. but be kind of mm-hmm and in, in a lot of things because it's easier. It's way easier. As we were talking about perfection um, early on in the conversation, it's like perfection or super good is very hard to reach like the amount of, of time you have to put in to get something from 90 to 100 percent is like equal the, the amount you have to put in from zero to 90 percent so if you take this equation it's like instead of putting in the missing 10 percent to get to the 100 percent you could be putting the, the effort in a completely different thing and bring the completely different thing to 90%. Yeah, that's true. It's, that's way more I awesome, always, I guess. I always think like um, you don't have to uh, study or learn the whole software. For example, Photoshop, you, you can just learn 10% of it and you're already pretty good at it, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and You don't and, have to... like. No know all the things you can do or I, I don't know that's also a thing I've uh, kind of learned or had to learn for myself that I should not think like oh you're not a graphic designer and getting uh, the degree for 3D animation you have to be good at everything and also because of the grades in university can you even reach that goal to be good at everything and I thought like, nope, that's just, I don't know, kind of toxic perfectionism maybe, that you want to be be good at everything. I would look at it from a different from a different perspective. I wouldn't look from, from the is it possible side, but uh, does it make sense? You would have to put in so much time to uh, bring whatever three Uh, three things to the hundred percent that there isn't any time left for anything else <laughs> if if this is making you happy and if this is the one thing you live for do it go ahead yeah, sure be a specialist in whatever this thing <laughs> in whatever But doing a lot of different things is what makes me happy because if i do one thing for a, a longer period of time i get bored And boredom 
isn't something I'd like to achieve. That's <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything else for this topic? Hmm. So we had, uh, uh, we've been talking about organization, like tips, where I guess we aren't much of a help because <laughs> we, we both aren't that organized. Sorry, not sorry. So, so our tip is don't over-organize anything. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> yeah. Don't plan your whole trip because there will be a traffic jam somewhere. There will be an accident and something that's some unforeseen events bringing you off course. Don't overplan it. Learn to react to circumstances that might might arise, that might come up, that uh, might push you off the path you set set ahead for you. Or I mean, it's easier said than done. Like everything is easier said than done. <laughs> it's like uh, um, please also uh, plan ahead the unexpected things that are gonna no, happen no, no, in no, your no, life. No, no. That's, that's exactly not what I'm saying. Not I'm, no, 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 no. I, I'm not because planning everything like you would plan if everything everything goes to plan is overplanned already. Oh, okay. So not putting <laughs> something on top to make the complicated thing even more complicated. No, get rid of it. If, if you'd like to get to from A to B, what are the most important parts you need to know? Just start before you're ready, I guess. <laughs> yeah, always start before you're ready. The most important parts you have to know is like, Where is A? That's where I am. And where is B? That's where I have to go to. Everything in between will be sorted out on the way. <laughs> so to sum it up, it always takes longer than expected. Be willing to put in a bit more. Be willing to take a detour to change the plans, to not stick to a plan too closely. Don't be too anal when it comes to plans. <laughs> too anal? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Don't be too... Uh, yeah, stay flexible. Be water, my friend. <laughs> Get bent, not broken. <laughs> okay, I think we should end our oh, first podcast episode <laughs> I guess we reached a good point to wrap it up <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and don't procrastinate just do it <laughs> just procrastinate yeah. <laughs> if you have any questions uh, leave us a comment wherever you hear it or write us an email uh, the email address will be announced in the next podcast so be sure to <laughs> tune in again and um, we wish you a good week weekend whatever whenever you hear, you hear it we wish you a good <laughs> and till the next time bye bye <laughs>